we talk. To be positive. To live like Andrew. To fight for the kids. And now, you dance. For a smile. For a life. For a cure. Welcome to We Talk, You Dance. Hello and welcome to another episode of We Talk, You Dance. I may be a familiar voice to some, but to others, my name is Josie St. Clair and I am the entertainment director for You Dance 2023. I am joined today by some people who I'm very excited for everyone to meet and a few familiar voices as well. So I there's before we start, there's one person that I'm extra excited to introduce to everybody. So if you want to take it away. Hi everyone, I'm Nick Wecht, and I know some of you already know that since I'm an actor, and I am a production chair on the entertainment team for You Dance 2023. Um, on today's episode, we have Chase Dunlap and Megan Keating of the finance team, and they are about to introduce themselves as well, and I can't wait to hear what they have to say on today's episode. Yeah, thank you so much, Nick. Um, would love to hear more about the acting gig, maybe a little bit after the podcast or even during, but yeah. Um, hi everyone. My name is Chase. I, this is my third year on the podcast now. It's probably my greatest achievement, but yeah, I am the finance director. Super excited to be chatting all things finance and you dance today. And, uh, Megan, I'll hand it on over to you for your introduction. Thank you. And I am very excited to be seated in a podcast with an actual actor. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, so my name is Megan and I am the donations chair. I meet the finance team for Dance. I have a really cool director, Chase, who just introduced himself and I'm super excited to see where this year goes. Thank you guys. That's great. Um, uh, just Right off the bat, um, we already have your positions. Can you just describe them a little bit, if you can? All right, so I'm the donations chair. So a majority of what I do is I do a lot of the backend work with Udance. I work with Udance page very closely with Canning in order to regulate the money that comes in to be donated FTK. Um, we do a lot of counting sessions and organizational purposes, a lot of Excel work, which is definitely a a struggle, but it is very worth it. So that's kind of my little description of everything. Yeah, and then my role is um, kind of threefold along with kind of supporting all the teammates that I work with. So um, I am technically the the quote unquote treasurer of Udance, the organization. Um, so when it comes to Kind of keeping track of all of our expenses, uh, budgetary items, working with the school to make sure that we can make purchases or submit reimbursement requests. Um, I'm kind of the guy who does that. Um, so I am kind of the one that handles anything in terms of money coming in or going out. Uh, on the other hand of things, um, I kind of a, a new thing with finance has been the implementation of campaigns and campaign planning. So we now have the addition of a campaign liaison chair. So a big part of the finance role so far has been kind of planning for the summer campaigns that we're in the middle of right now or have coming up um, and then providing kind of a framework so that we can execute campaigns as efficiently as possible, get everyone on the same page, get people excited and motivated to fundraise. Um, yeah, and then kind of the, the, the big part as well for, for my responsibilities this year are gonna include 
kind of managing how we get to our overall fundraising goal. Um, I can't share that and we haven't picked it yet, but that being said, we do have a big role in making sure that we are staying on track of our goals and reaching you know, the number that we wanna reach as, as an organization this year. So I'm really, really honored to, to be doing that. But I will say, I certainly do not do it alone. I have Megan and three other fantastic teammates, uh, Ryan, Evan, and Rebecca. They're not on with us, but they have been doing amazing work, all, all four of them so far, and seriously cannot do it without them. And they're, they're a great support system and, and do amazing work. So that's uh, kind of my role this year. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing that. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know, but this is actually the first time in the three years that we've been doing this podcast that finance has been on. So we're really excited to have this exclusive look into kind of the goings on on your team and what fundraising is going to look like this summer and going into the school year. Um, really quickly, before I ask you the next question, one of your um, new teammates, Ryan Wolf, is a very familiar name to this podcast. He was um, on my my team last year and he made the brave switch over to finance and we miss him a lot so ryan if you're listening to this i miss you buddy um <laughs> anyway yeah, josie sorry to sorry to have stolen him from you but he, he's all he's all finance now i hate to say it he's converted he's a man of many talents everybody wants ryan so i honestly can't blame you <laughs> um so i mentioned that we're going to talk a little bit about fundraising because fundraising pages opened this past Monday, which is very exciting. And I don't know if a lot of students know, but you can fundraise throughout the entire summer. Keep going. It's a great way to get a head start. You can just focus on fundraising instead of having to worry about balancing all of your schoolwork. So I guess I just wanted to ask you guys two parts. How does one person sign up for a fundraising page? And then do you need to be in an organization or can you fundraise as an individual? Yeah, I can take the first part of that, Megan, if you want to answer the second part. Um, yeah, so it's really easy to make a fundraising page. Really, all you have to do is go on udancede.org. That's all you have to put into the search bar. Um, you search that and yeah, it automatically gives you the opportunity to uh, you know, start with your fundraising. And then Megan, if you wanted to kind of answer the question about whether, what if you're not in an organization or something like that? Yeah, definitely. Um, the whole point of like Udance is we try to make it as like open to everyone as possible. So no matter what um, club or sport or like Greek life program you're a part of here at UD, like there's still a chance for you to get involved in fundraising. One of the new things that we started last year, I believe, was FFTK, Freshman for the Kids, which is based off of like your, um, where you live uh, freshman year in your dorms. So we have different uh, U-Dance pages for the different dorms. So you can kind of get that like competition feel that like Greek life and like athletics sometimes feels. You got to battle against other dorms to fundraise, which is one of the biggest things for people who do not directly associate with like any organization like that. So there's so many open things for you to be able to join as well as well as a couple alumni programs that are open as well. Awesome guys, um, thank you very much for the very detailed answers. Um, I'm sure I, Josie and everyone else listening appreciates that for sure. Um, so kind of adding on to that question, um, how do you, what are good ideas to fundraise in the summer? How do people fundraise in the summer? I know we're not in school right now, um, luckily or sadly, depending on how you feel, 
um yeah what are, what are just some ideas on how to fundraise throughout the summer yeah you know i really miss being at school and and being right right where where i belong at the university of delaware nick but uh yeah no that is a really good question and this is going to be a bit of an unconventional answer because i think that we always kind of um, get right to the fundraising itself. But this is actually uh, something that I'm sure we'll cover in a little bit more detail later on in, in this episode. But I think a really, really great way that you can fundraise during the summer is taking a little bit of time to recognize those that have contributed to your personal fundraising efforts in the past. Um, I read a stat from the Be Positive Foundation once, and it said that um, if you personally thank a donor, on average, they're five times more likely than not to become a recurring donor, don donor and donate to you again. Um, so I think that setting a time, a couple hours, or depending on if you want to write handwritten cards, you want to send emails, you want to send text messages, make phone calls, whatever it might be, and just taking a moment to, to recognize and thank your donors and kind of connect that with the impact of what where their donations went, how it helped X amount of families um, is a really good way to start and to kind of branch into uh, a campaign we have coming up. We, we will be recognizing our donors and um, doing a bit of a donor recognition campaign. So I won't steal all your thunder because I'm sure you were going to ask me that eventually, but um, I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Awesome. I mean, yeah, we were definitely going to ask you about that. That's actually my next question is talking about the campaigns. But so that was kind of a good segue into it. But I agree with you. I have asked, um, well, thanked my donors as soon as they donate to me. Handwritten letters are great. They're a big plus. A lot of people don't expect you to write handwritten letters. So I've seen a pretty high recurring donor rate when I respond back to people thanking them and then also writing them letters. That's always a great little personal touch. Um, so going back to the campaigns, you mentioned the campaign that you talked about earlier, will there be any other campaigns for students to participate in this summer? And do you have any new ideas going into that about fundraising for the school year? Like something that's never been done before for somebody who may be struggling with coming up with new ideas. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we do have that donor recognition campaign. We'll have more details about that pretty soon about what exactly it's gonna entail, but we're gonna to try to make it as easy as possible for everyone and, and, and kind of do all the, the grunt work on our end and, and make sure that everyone can thank who, who donated to them. But yeah, there'll definitely be fundraising opportunities throughout the summer. We have a Be Positive campaign um, that's gonna be later in July. And then we also are, are most likely gonna have our, our famous pie in the face campaign for our various fundraising branches and whatnot. So that'll definitely be, um, perhaps new or for those that have fundraised in the past, um, you know, friendly and, and familiar ways to fundraise. Um, you know, that being said, uh, in terms of new ideas for fundraising, that will be something that we will definitely, you know, kind of look into a little bit more as, as the summer goes on, um, as especially as things get a little bit tougher and, and busier during the semester. But you know, for, for new ideas, I mean, I, I definitely, my recommendation is going to be for, for those that are struggling to really think outside the box. Um, I think one way that I really like was able to fundraise this year was by getting family members and very close friends to advocate on my behalf, um, whether that would be through Facebook or some other 
social media platform, when I had others be, um, making posts and spreading the word on my behalf and not necessarily me doing it every time, I definitely got a lot of engagement and awareness spreading. Um, also, one thing that I think you should definitely do, um, your family, whoever you might live with or whoever you're closest with, um, reaching out to them and if they work and, and have a close network within their, their work environment, asking them um, for, their, for some work contacts um, and sending them emails or reaching out to them personally, I think is a really good idea. I know I did that leading up to the day of Udance and I, and I got a few donations when I, when I thought I had exhausted all my other resources, there was a whole new door that opened. So those are a couple of new ideas that I have right off the top of my head. We will have more coming as the, the summer goes on and we get a, more of a chance to brainstorm. But uh, Megan, I, I'm not sure if you had anything that you wanted to add or any ideas, but would love to hear if you have anything. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything that you just said. Um, one of the main things that like I focused on, particularly in this past year, was definitely making ways that fundraising can be fun. Um, not saying that sending 30 emails a day isn't everyone's greatest pastime, but um, me and my team, a lot of the times we had fundraisers, we would think outside the box, just like you said, and we did Easter egg hunts around Easter time. We did Christmas stockings. We pretended to be Santa. And I remember the, if anyone knows this accurately, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the men's and women's lacrosse teams around the last two weeks before you dance, they did this amazing fundraiser where I believe that they all donated money in order to like be able to participate and basically they just had water guns carried around them school class practice everything and every time they saw someone on the opposing team they just got to launch a water gun at them and it was so cool and I remember them saying that it brought their team so um much closer together and so it was a way for like bonding and they ended up raising a good amount of money for them and one of the other things that um, we do during the summer is cans and businesses. I know an email just went out about that, kind of describing it a little bit, but basically you just grab, uh, Chase, I'm not quite familiar with the exact rules, but the overall is you put a can in, a, like you ask, and you put a can in local business and you go back and check on it every couple of weeks and then deposit the money towards, uh, for the kids. So, yeah. Yeah, Megan, that's a that's a great point. I didn't even think of that. And um, yeah, I if I'm pretty familiar on the rules, but if I ever wanted to touch up and 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 you know re replenish those that bank of knowledge, I could go on the Udance website and check out the cans and business uh, page because they do have one. So definitely check that out if, if you're interested for anyone listening. Um, but yeah, I can't I can't reiterate Megan's point enough about how important making fundraising like an enjoyable experience. Um, not only for yourself, but I would say more importantly, the, the people around you. I can say that in my three years of fundraising, I have felt like most fulfilled and those around me have felt the best when I've been able to make some sort of like engaging and fun um, environment, whether that be social media, whether that be some in-person event where I dress up in, as a Mario Kart character, like there's just an endless amount of possibilities. And yeah, I think just getting creative and, you know, doing things that you might, you, you know, you might make a fool out of yourself, but I can say for a fact that this, this campus really respects people who are willing to get out of their comfort zones for, for a cause as amazing and worthy as this one. Wow. Just, just wow. Um, you guys got me excited for this whole fundraising campaign for Udance 2023 right now. And it's June 
21st. I'm on the edge of my seat. And I know you guys, all those ideas sound fantastic. And I know um, the finance team will have many, many more great ideas. And I know, especially specifically Chase, you had pretty good ideas last year. Um, so I'm excited for what you can do this year. So um, just speaking of last year, um, what was your uh, favorite part of Udance 2022? For example, mine favorite was, um, I, th I thought uh, coming back from COVID to an in-person dance was one of the best days ever, my favorite event all year. My, this is a hard one. Uh, the one that comes to mind first off the bat, my favorite part was, um, so I'm on the cheer team. And so we're paired with a Be Positive Hero. Uh, her name is Demira. And she is the sassiest girl I've ever met. And I love her so much, as well as my team does. And so for the day of, we had a talent show for all the Be Positive Heroes. And so I think it was Tuesdays and Thursdays, we would get to go, our team would go to the field house down on the South campus and Demira would come, her mother would come. And I think a couple of other times her family came and we created this whole routine that was based off of everything that she wanted. Um, if she wanted cartwheels, we did cartwheels. If she wanted to fly, she flew. And it was the most fun I think I've ever had just A with my team and B with Demira because we had a chance where we got all like sat around and we actually got to like like she learned a lot of our names. She learned a lot of like what we look like and like how our like attitudes and personalities are. So we really felt like we got very close with her. And then also just seeing her face as we were making this routine, like was something I can never like describe. And then performing it on the day of, we were all very nervous because we're like, she's never been in front of a crowd. Like uh, we're kind of hoping this goes well, like this isn't too much out of our comfort zone. And as soon as we stepped on that stage, her face lit up and she was so excited the entire routine. I remember the crowd was going crazy. She was eating all of the center of attention up and she had the absolute best time. And that made me so happy to see. That was absolutely my favorite part of um, just you dance in general in 2022. Chase, how about you? Yeah, well, let me just say that, first of all, it's very hard to follow up on your favorite thing, Megan, because I specifically remember that performance. And I mean, there's a lot of words to describe it, but the one that comes to mind for me is just utterly electric. Um, and also, I mean, it was just so impressive. Like I could tell that like a lot of time was spent preparing for that and executing that. So very hard to follow up on that because that was amazing. And I'm glad you share that because it's bringing back happy memories for me. Um, that being said, though, I think that my favorite part was on like the day of when my best friends that were outside of Dance came and I got to see them kind of experiencing the day of. And I could just see from the time that they were having and what they were saying to me that it seemed that it kind of finally clicked for them after so long of it maybe not clicking. And that's not at all their fault. Um, it, it comes in at different times for everyone, but that was such a great feeling to see all the hard work that we all were able to put in. And then the student body and obviously be positive heroes and their families, being able to really kind of come together and, and experience that. And for so many students here for it to click for the first time, um, 
and I think that kind of segues into the, the overall thing that I, I thought was the best of part of last year was that I think this U-Dance was kind of like a glue for this student body and it brought people together, the several events that we had throughout the year, several fundraising campaigns, um, the good times, the bad times, when we got hit with the, the, the new COVID wave in the winter and it, we really were uncertain what, what was going to happen as like with our, within our, like our lives as students, within U-Dance, uh, so many different things were uncertain. And I think that U-Dance was kind of a glue for our student body that emerged back to a new form of normalcy. But yeah, just, just for really everyone to come together for, for this cause, I think was amazing to see. And while it was visible in, in 2021, there was a virtual barrier and, and it was a little bit more difficult for, for me to see that personally. So uh, I'm really, really thankful that we were able to kind of bring that to life a little bit more this year. I, I want to share my favorite part too, because I think it kind of ties in with Jace. Um, I had a lot of friends and my family got to come from Virginia, which was really exciting. And like them hearing me talk about everything that I was doing the entire year, they were always enthusiastic and always super supportive, but like them getting to see everything like physically and be there in the moment, they were like, this is unreal. This is like nothing we've ever seen before. And I couldn't agree more. But then I also loved coming from an entertainment perspective, like I always do. I loved seeing how excited all of the performers were to get involved with something like this again. Because of course we heard no more times than I've ever heard the word no in my life because we're a nonprofit. We don't like spend a ton of money on the stuff that we get so it's we're always super grateful for it and very gracious when people turn down our um, offers but the people who were there and the people who took the time just out of the kindness of their hearts to be there was exceptional and people stayed throughout the entire day there was a woman who performed at 1 p.m and she stayed until 9 p.m for the total reveal it was just crazy to see so many people come together people who had never known what you dance is or had never seen it before just to like be a part of it so it was beautiful and I love thinking back on 2022 yeah shout out to the dance teams um they were absolutely phenomenal I have a couple friends on the um the Delaware dance team Delaware dance fever um and they put on these entire performances just for the day of you dance i thought that was absolutely incredible and they were amazing and just to add on to what chase and josie were saying shout out zoe kaplan if you listen to this but she's one of my roommates that is involved uh through you dance through her sorority but they're not very big on it and i was a rep for my team so i was constantly just nagging to her about the things that like i would have to do in order to like get people involved and she hopped on the U-Dance wave like because of like just getting sick and tired of me like speaking about this and then she raised a thousand dollars coming into U-Dance last year and she came into my room like bolted through the door just to tell me that she made comic club and she was so excited and like that moment just made me take a step back and realize like this is so much bigger like than what we're doing or what we're doing is so much bigger than what we are. Like, this is something that can last like forever just by holding on to like that excitement that people get when they hit their goals or when they like raise money for a good cause. Yeah, I don't know if it's possible to like frame a quote, but if I could frame a quote, I would frame that quote, Megan. That was very well said. 
Why, thank you. <laughs> I'm usually not very good at speaking, so this is like top notch for me right now. <laughs> You're doing great. I mean, you speak so eloquently and like we're all here because we're very passionate about what we're doing. And I think it's very easy to speak about something that you're passionate about. So you're doing great for a first time guest. And we're excited to have you. Um, Chase, I think we could definitely get that quote framed. Just buy a picture frame and we'll put it in a nice font, Georgia font or something like that. For anyone who doesn't know, um, sense. comment no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, for anyone who doesn't know, all of the UDance emails that you receive are actually written in Georgia font. So that's why I made that little quote. Anyway, unrelated. Now that we've got the banter going, Chase is very enthusiastic about the banter. Um, I just want to ask you guys a quick question, kind of broad. What can we expect from finance in 2023? What is this year, now that everybody kind of knows what Udance is and has been to this in-person experience, what's what's going to go on in 2023? Megan, I'm I'm going to put you on the spot because I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. All right, I guess I'm guessing I'm getting put in the hot seat. So I am new to the Udance executive board, so there's a lot of things that go on in the back end of Udance that I just had no idea about, and no one does because finance is the just the people who work in the back like getting all this stuff done and I never really understood the full role of finance I think until I was shoved into it and I was like all right here we go one of the things that I feel like everyone can expect from finance this year is like definitely a bond and I know that's not like a statistical thing that like you can measure but just from the like talks that we have, we are like very close of a team. And I think that's the best part about being on the finance team is how like close we are and how well that we all work together. So I think given that and given those um, like, oh, I don't know the word, characteristics, I think that the finance team will definitely be on top of their game this year. Um, I can tell that we're very good at communicating. So I feel like a lot of things won't slip through the cracks that happen and we're very resilient. I know just yesterday I kind of messed up and fixed it on a Zoom call and now we're all better because of it because we all know like what the mistake that like was made and that we learned more about the reports that we're pulling and just very resilient. Like nothing really has stood in our way where we couldn't just like banter our way out of it or just learn from it overall. So I don't know if that's something that you can everyone can necessarily like see and expect but that's something from my perspective like being in it chase what about you what do you expect from us in 2023 yeah no um i think that's a a great way to put it megan and i'll just kind of build off of what you said i i completely agree that so far we've definitely been a, a solid team and, and we've really really communicated well uh, a resilient bunch we persevere through the good times, the bad times, I definitely have no doubt that we'll, you know, continue to do that. You know, that being said, one thing that I really, really would like to kind of bring to the table as the leader of finance this year is gradually shifting that view of kind of like you were saying, Megan, like, you know, finance, we're very much kind of doing a ton of work on the back end. And like, that's our thing, the back end and doing things in the background. And I love that. And I, and I love the fact that we get to be that engine 
that kind of motivates and, and kind of facilitates all that fundraising. Um, but also, you know, at the end of the day, we're not the ones doing the fundraising. I mean, we plan the campaigns a little bit and we personally fundraise and we keep track of all of it. But at the end of the day, it's the entire community that obviously starts with, you know, our fundraising directors and our fundraising teams, you know, your res life, your RSO athletics, Greek life, the list goes on of, of other, you know, fundraising groups and organizations on this campus. And it, it really, I want finance to be a frontward facing role, a role where a fundraising director or an individual fundraiser who's not on a team can look to any of us and know who we are and know that we're going to be here to every step of the way to motivate, to incentivize, and to um, connect fundraising to the deeper, the deeper meaning of, of why it's so important. Make fundraising more of a norm, uh, a more of a, a normal conversation. I know it can be an uncomfortable thing for people, especially those who are fundraising for the first time, to ask people for money. But you know, if there's one thing I, I'd love uh, for our team to be remembered by is, is like, wow, like that was a team that really, really made fundraising enjoyable. It, it made it a norm and, and, and it, I felt comfortable doing it. And I felt like I had support every step of the way. So while I want to make sure we do continue to be that engine in the back, in the back end of things, um, because I think that without that, it, it, we, we'd be, a we wouldn't, we wouldn't do well. Um, to get where we want to be and grow you dance even more, um, that kind of frontward facing, um, kind of thing that we want to bring to the table is something that I think you can expect from finance this year. Well, guys, I'm going to be honest. Um, I just want to say thank you for your answers about everything finance team for you dance this year, because, um, uh, I don't, I personally am not a math guy whatsoever. I hate math with a passion. So um, you guys actually made. Um, that's why you're an actor, Nick. That's literally. Why exactly. you're an actor. Also, yes. Thank you, Josie. Thank you. You're absolutely Actors right. can be good at math though, right? Probably not. <laughs> uh, we're just pretty. Um, so basically, um, I was just saying, I mean, you guys made finance interesting and I don't, I don't like math whatsoever. So um that's saying something. So I'm excited to have you guys on the team for sure, because I'm really looking forward to finance for Udance 2023. Um, but uh, uh, shifting a little bit in the conversation, um, we were just, me and Josie were just uh, wondering if you guys would be okay with um, sharing your why, why you do Udance for everyone listening. I'm sure everyone would love to know. If it's okay, I'll, I'll go first. Um, yeah, I definitely think that my why has very much evolved and grown since I first joined Udance. But I always kind of like to say, I, I joined Udance for the reason that I saw how much it brought people together and the impact, the ability it had to impact, whether it was one person that person in their family or an entire community. Um, it's very rare that tragedy can become a good thing. And I think that 
you know, obviously Udance benefits the Be Positive Foundation and the Be Positive Foundation was founded in honor, you know, of Andrew McDonough, who did sadly pass away due to childhood cancer. And while that was a, a tragedy for the Delaware community, for the McDonough family, um, you know, Joe McDonough and his family were, were able to make something so beautiful out of it and support families that were going through, I don't want to say the same thing because every single story is different, but going through a similar, a similar fight. Um, so being able to witness that from the outside and seeing the resilience that that community had, it was something that I had to be a part of. Um, so I joined, I joined and I was a, a freshman rep for my, for my dorm for, for Reading Hall. And yeah, Josie, Josie and I were, were engagement coordinators together. And, and now here we are as seniors on the executive board on our final year. It's a little bittersweet. Um, and that kind of brings me to my next point as to why I stay. Um, a big part of that is for people like Josie, people that I've, I've grown up with alongside of and the, you know, how much love I have for all these people. And there are people that inspire me every single day with, with their passion and their willingness to sacrifice a big chunk of their time and, you know, their lives to a cause so great. And, you know, it's, it's really, really an honor to call all of you, not only, you know, like close people that I work with, but also my very close friends, some of my best friends I've ever had and ever will have in life. Um, and then, you know, an, another reason obviously is, is for our Be Positive heroes. Um, I've had the honor of, of getting close with a lot of Be Positive heroes in, in, in my time here. And I shared this on the last podcast, but I, you know, I have a very special bond with, and always will have one with Be Positive Hero Christian who passed away in November. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think about Christian every day and I miss him. I miss our impromptu FaceTimes and I miss going to, going to dinner with him and, and just hanging out. Um, I, I miss hearing his laugh and his voice, but I will say on, on the hardest of days and days where I've got a lot going on in my head or really stressed out, um, you know, Christian really, really propels me to, to keep fighting. Cause I know that he would have wanted that and I hope to, to make him proud. So that is a little bit about my why, but I will hand over to Megan. I would love to hear your why as well. Putting me on the spot. I don't think I've actually, I think this is the first time me ever sharing like my why with a form of like the executive board, which I think is pretty cool. Um, Cause I know I wrote about it on my application, but I don't think I ever got to talk about it with anyone here. So I'm excited that this is on the podcast. <laughs> um, the main reason that I first became a U-Dance is because it was by some some quote that is very generic, just saying it takes one to know one, just like Chase said. Um, I grew up with cancer in my family. My father unfortunately passed away from uh, pancreatic cancer about a year ago now. And he was diagnosed when I was a senior in high school. So those core years of my life revolved around what these be positive heroes lives revolved around the fundraising the the gofundmes the asking people for money basically like for donations stuff like that um so when campus got shut down freshman year um in 2020 um i went home and i got to just kind of experience everything from the virtual side and that's kind of when it first i first saw it i was like what is this like i have no idea what it is um, and from there on, my job was a 
firefighter. So he was one of the strongest people that I knew. And one of his main goals throughout his life was to bring happiness to other people. And I'd chosen to carry on that part of him. So that is why I joined Dance because I know how much fundraising helps out a family. I know how much a simple hug can help someone going through it. And Dance is, in my perspective, the best way to go about like spreading that joy and making a difference amongst people. I'll jump onto Chase's little intro. That's why I joined, but why I stayed would definitely have to because, be because the people that I met throughout Udance. Um, my team reps from last year were are now my best friends. And we had so much fun planning these events. Demira, one of my best friends, I still have all the selfies that she's ever taken on my phone because she loves to steal my phone and take selfies. I still have them and they're all live videos. So it replays the moment in the moment and I think that is my favorite thing because it just helps me relive those little moments and one of our new be positive heroes Layla Mosley is one of my great friends um, I was actually a part of helping her join the be positive foundation with uh, Carly um, from the root of it and when she got accept accepted I'm not really sure how the process goes Carly told me and I was the one who got to tell her and her family sorry my breath is shaking this is like <laughs> it was such an unreal moment for me to be able to say that like you it's like just give them something that had some sort of happiness just the the look on her mother's face her face her sister her younger brother this was life-changing for them and it was so cool to be a part of that experience and just helping her take a step in a direction where I know she'll have a little bit of happiness with her and that is definitely why I'm staying and why I'm so excited to see what everything is gonna to come to in 2023. It is my last year with you, my first and last year on the executive board and I wanna make the most of it. And I'm so excited that I have my whys to keep pushing me in the right direction. I feel like someone's cutting onions in here or something. This is, I, We'll say I've said it probably six or seven times, maybe even every episode I've ever been on, but hearing people share and be so vulnerable with their whys and let this whole community in on why we do what we do is the most impactful part of everything. And I have to say my why is this podcast and hearing everybody's stories and hearing why everybody's here and Chase and Megan you guys both brought up really important points of why we continue to stay which I don't think is something that people talk about so I would love it if somebody anybody wanted to keep saying why they stay instead of why they do it which is really beautiful um I loved hearing about all of your stories and Megan I wanted to bring this up earlier but Demira's performance on the stage and just Demira in general she is one of the most infectious people I've ever met in my life. Just light is what I want to say about her. She's such a light and seeing her up on stage, she is the sassiest and fiercest person I have ever met. Like just everything about her is infectious. I don't know what else to say about her, but one of another, one of my highlights about the day of, I, I have countless, I can't even count them, but, um, what seeing Demira up on stage, the best experience. One of the best things was right before we, she was going through this like TikTok phase or 
something right before we went on stage and also all the time throughout practices we would do something she wouldn't like she would go boo tomato 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 and that became a thing on our team so like we brought that into practice every time something wrong would go would happen boo tomato tomato tomato. so like we carried Demira everywhere we'd go because we've adopted her mannerisms and that just was my favorite part because for some reason we weren't doing it right so we got tomatoes thrown at us i'm sure a lot of you got tomatoes thrown at you on the day of you dance because she was chucking tomatoes at everybody so watch your backs she's just she's so influential i love her chase do you want to say something oh yeah i was just gonna say i think i think i got hit with like a residual tomato at one point i did i did feel something hit my shoulder so it was probably that thanks i finally figured it out thanks for letting me know megan yeah, of course. That was, I, that's my favorite section of any podcast that we ever do. And it will forever be. I sound like a broken record, but I don't even care at this point. It's the best part of the podcast. Um, we're going to move into my second favorite part of the podcast. Just kind of another little wrap up. So we did this last year. And if anybody listening was at the day of, there was a large wall um, right outside the West gym. For Andrew's alphabet, we did this segment last year. So if you're a reoccurring listener, you'll know we are going to restart the alphabet again. So I'm hoping that this will be a regular thing that's again featured on the day of. So Chase and Megan, you guys get to be the people that started off. You're going to have the first two letters on the wall. So Megan, I want to start with you. Your letter is A. And before you start, I just realized I forgot to explain what this is, which I probably yeah. should. <laughs> um, so Andrew's Alphabet is something that we created last year. Rachel North, one of the production chairs for 2022, created this. Shout out, Rachel. Love you. Um, so when you think just any word that makes you think of you dance or be positive that starts with the letter that we give you. So your letter is A. So just think of a word that it can be any word that just makes you think of you dance and be positive. It doesn't have to relate to it. It can be an adjective. It can be a verb, literally anything that you want. I definitely would have to say adventure. Um, I did look it up on Google, but for some reason, adventure seems to be at least my personal experience through you dance and the be positive foundation. So yeah. Great word. That's all I want to say. Fantastic. I yeah. agree with you, Nick. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a that's a great word. Um, are you all ready for me to share mine? Yeah, Chase, go on ahead for B. Well, I want to say two things. One, the last time that I was on the podcast, I think that my letter was like Q. Um, so this was a little bit easier to, to think of. Um, so I just want to say thank you for putting us like first so that I could get an easy letter. Second. Finance team on the front lines. Yes. Putting us out there. Yes. No more back end only. Let's go. Love it. Love it. Um, second, and and this might be a, maybe a, a challenge for for our our future Andrews Alphabet participants in future podcasts, but I, I'd like to link my word with with Megan's and see if we can create kind of a story with it. So that being said, my word to add on to Megan's word of adventure, I think to to go on an adventure you need to have bravery. And I think that that's a word that I think of when I think of you dance um, on every, on every front and every end. Uh, I think that, you know, to start kids that have cancer, 
they are incredibly brave, more brave than I think I could ever be. Um, their families have to be brave in order to help support them during their, their hardest time. And I think that for all the supporters who, who help in that fight, whether that be the Udance executive board, whether that be family members that donate $5 a year, whatever level it might be of involvement, it does take bravery to open yourself up to this sort of fight and, and contribute. So yeah, that's my word, bravery. Fantastic again, love it. I love the correlation. Thanks, Nick. All right, guys, um, we're gonna wrap it up now. I just wanna say thank you so much to Chase and Megan. Um, this was, like Josie said in the beginning, my first time being a part of this podcast and I will be a part of many more in the future. So, but I don't think it could have started out better at all. I can't imagine two other people that made me enjoy it this much. And so I just want to thank you guys for that. Thank you for your time. And um, yeah, thank you for all your great answers, thoughtful answers. And I'm just going to say um, we will continue to post monthly episodes. So stay tuned for more this summer. Thank you for that, Nick. And I'm sure I speak for all of us where I say you did an amazing job. Um, I think we'll, I think we'll keep you on for a few more episodes. So you will definitely be hearing from Nick more this year. And hopefully we get a chance to hear from Chase and Megan again soon. We'll try to bring you guys on for another episode. But again, thank you so much for being on the first official episode of You Dance 2023, where we get to start featuring our exec board members. So Lovely episode, lovely banter, lovely conversation as always. Um, again, remember to sign up for a fundraising page. We're going to be posting the link that Chase mentioned in the description of this episode. So if you have yet to sign up for a fundraising page, visit that link and get started on your journey because I know it's going to be a great one. It always has been. Um, and as always, remember to fight for a smile, a life, and a cure. And when we talk, you dance.